0: Hey Soul Seekers, K here, and welcome to the 51st episode of the Language of Soul podcast. This episode we will be discussing living a life in doubt and hesitation, before going over the wheel of life exercise. So without further ado, let's begin. Fear, doubt, and insecurity plagues my every decision. If I were to do one thing, it won't be long until I stop. I won't ever get good at it, I say. It's a waste of time there's other things I could be doing instead, I reason. What success will I find in this venture? Why not just continue what I already know instead of failing so much? Again and again I start, only to stop before even reaching the starting line. Any excuse will do. Then I disdain those who make it, those who try and look foolish in the process. At some point of growing up, I lost my fearlessness, my reckless abandon go forth, even if it was dumb and idiotic in hindsight. Now my actions are defined by what I stand to lose, opportunity cost, and the constant thought of doing something else instead. This terrifies me. Nothing lasts forever. Eventually, I can no longer play Dota at the same skill level, no longer code like I used to. My mind, thoughts, and health will decay one way to counter that is to continuously explore new activities and interests, once so that would suit my ageing self. What will happen if I don't? If I kept dropping everything slightly outside my comfort zone due to this backseat doubt of mine? Eventually, there would be not a thing left I'm good at, and thus my motivation and sense of self-worth will drastically plummet. Stuck in a perpetual thought of how I used to be good at Dota 2. Good at programming. Good at coming up. With new and interesting ideas. But now, nothing. A friend of mine recommended the movie Yes Man, where Carl, the main character, is always saying no to everything. Any invitation out, any potential contacts, any opportunities that it present itself is answered with a big, fat no. Stuck in a dead-end job, no hobbies or interests, friendships that are breaking apart, not over his old relationship and just idling to pass each mundane day. During a yes seminar, he took an oath to say yes to everything, yes to opportunities, yes to taking initiative, yes to going out, to say yes instead of no. Now, was that a veiled insult? Did he send me this movie because my actions were just like Carl's? In the anime, Oshinoko, Arima, who was a child actor, hailed as a genius, until she wasn't. Ditched by everyone, the production companies, her managers, and even her mother, with little to no roles as she grew up. Now she's plagued with fear, insecurity, and doubt. The day before performing music on stage, she questioned everything. Was it worth it to continue? Did I really want to do this? What if I fail? What if I let my friends down? She was stuck in a perpetual cycle of fear and almost stopped before even reaching the starting line. That was until she decided to give it her all. To say fuck it to her fears, her doubts and insecurity. To just go 100% effort and not let anything stop her no more. At work, I don't know fucking shit. I know nothing. More and more I feel I picked the wrong career, the wrong job, the wrong place to work at. I feel out of my league and knee deep in shit. What if I said yes? I don't know anything. So let's give it everything I got to know one tiny little thing to help me. One thing that would help me accomplish my task. To not let these thoughts lead to an end, but instead to a new and greater beginning. What would happen if we had an experiment for a month? To say fuck the hesitation, fuck the fear. Fuck the doubts, and just go forth and give every fibre of our being to do the best fucking job we can. This isn't necessarily doing random new things, but rather to do what we always wanted to do, yet never did. I wanted to try out being a virtual YouTuber. To try trading stocks beyond just index funds. To program my interesting ideas and make it a reality. I've lived the last five years in doubt and hesitation. So why not live the next month with stride? Whatever the case, the results will be out in a month or two. Have you heard of the Wheel of Life exercise? It's a wheel diagram with eight segments, career, finance, personal growth, health, family, relationships, social life, and attitude, where you rank each portion on a scale of one to nine. Go and Google it, you'll see what I mean. After ranking each segment, honestly, a good and balanced life would have all portions connect to be a circle, or circle-ish. An imbalanced life means we have areas we need to work on. My wheel of life is not a wheel at all. It's terribly unbalanced. The only things I got going for me is my career, personal growth, and health. The scores are career 8. Finance 5. Personal growth 6. Health 7. Family 2. Relationships 4. Social life 1. Attitude 1. Even for the portions that are high, the majority can disappear overnight. Getting fired can happen for any reason, completely outside our control. Finances are subject to career and inflation. Health can change with a single diagnostic. Amusingly, A bit after I finished the Wheel of Life, I came down with a fever and was miserable for the next few days. Let's go over each segment. Career 8. Why is it so high, especially compared to everything else? My career is in IT, a hot field with high salaries, or potentially high salaries. Even if it isn't that high today, it would only take a couple more years. In addition, the job security is generally pretty high. Even if a few high-profile companies lay off, there's always plenty of other jobs. Nor is it geographically fragile. If the Australian market is bad, well, big whoop, I can just work for an international company instead. Finance, five. This is somewhat a contradiction with my career, where I just stated had high salaries. Nor do I really spend that much, neither a trendy nor brandy person, preferring to purchase things that make sense given their product cost, as in, a few thousand dollars for a handbag isn't worth it. They're all made in the same sweatshops as $20 handbags. Several episodes ago, I mentioned how I wanted to retire in 10 years. This is a credit to 10 to $30 million. As I am impossibly far away from such a figure, I feel my finances are only so-so. It got to the point where I believe my finances will never be good until I reach millions. I figure that takes a couple their entire working lives to earn. This is a terrible mindset, since I'll always feel everything costs too much. I hardly want to go out and spend money. And most importantly, I feel when others don't split the bill. Absolutely equally. I'm getting shafted. I need a constant state of misery over 5 to $10. How pleasant. Personal growth. Six. Not high, but not too low. You see, I went all around Australia, every single state. Darwin, Western Australia, South Australia, Tasmania, Melbourne, Canberra, Sydney, and Queensland. Where I stayed near the largest city for a month per place. It was a grand adventure where I was forced outside of my comfort zone to interact with others, to go on meetups, to find out what I really wanted in life. A constant state of adventure for several months. Now, back in my main state, there is no more adventure. There is no more traveling, going out. It's just me in my room, working and playing games afterwards. A cycle that repeated itself each day for months. Although I grew during my journey, now everything stopped completely until my next adventure begins. This hiatus period is wearing out my soul. Is this how my life will be? A brief flurry of activity and adventure, followed by a lull period of nothingness. What happens when I can no longer sustain the flurry of activity? Will it be just the same sane, mundane, day-to-day life? I am someone who cannot stand mere existing. There must be something more. The yearning of my soul demands of it. Yet, reality is different. It's not possible to constantly adventure around, especially with intense ageism in the workplace. Sure, I could sustain myself for a few years. But what after that? To sacrifice today in order to be well off tomorrow for the next 10 years, followed by decades of misery, or to adventure while I still can and then struggle for the next 10 years. That's the dilemma of my life, or rather, the dilemma of delayed gratification versus instant gratification. Health 7. Relatively self explanatory. Without long term illnesses or mental conditions, My body does not prevent me from living the way I want. Physically speaking, I have a slightly modified diet, low-carbish, intermediary fasting. Less sugar drinks and processed food where possible. The main benefit of this diet is really less processed food. Virtually every meal contains carbs, bread, rice pasta, potatoes, chips and such. Thus, the diet demands cooking. Usually without all the sugar companies put in. So, at the time of completing the Wheel of Life exercise, my body, diet, mind, and soul were in good condition. The final four segments, family, relationship, social life, and attitude, will be left for the next episode. The question this episode is, what's your life philosophy, and what does your worldview look like? With that concluding thought, thanks for listening to the Language of My Soul podcast. If you wanted more, then visit my blog at langsoul.com. If you had your own answers to the big questions or wanted to send through your own big question, then there's a voice clip link in the description or email me k at langsoul.com.